Hey everybody, it's Katie here. Um, this episode, I will be talking about energy levels, um, and I'll be opening up about a little bit about um, a health issue I've been going through lately that's really made me ask the question, what gives me energy and what drains it? And being noticing, you know, being an observer of all the little things that we don't really notice might seem to suck our energy away or all the things that seem like they give us energy. I've had to be a lot more careful. I've had to say no to a lot of things. I've had to um, sacrifice a lot, uh, a lot of things that I miss doing. One of the biggest things is my yoga practice. Um, I haven't been able to go as hard in that lately. I've had to pivot my business a little bit to save my energy level. So if you feel like you can relate to that, this podcast episode is for you. And I hope that you gain some clarity from it. Welcome to the Be Your Own Muse podcast. I'm your host, Katie Skinner. It is my hope that through listening to my voice, you feel empowered to find, strengthen, and express your authentic voice. You don't need another guru, mentor, or expert telling you how to live your life. You simply need to trust yourself and shine your authentic light. Through listening to my stories, tips, tricks, and perspectives, you'll be able to find the inspiration within. Everything you need is already within inside yourself to get inspired, raise your vibration, change your life, and uplift those around you. If you're feeling powerless, overwhelmed with industry advice, and feeling like your thoughts don't have a place, it's time to turn that around. It's time to be your own muse. Hey, hey, hey. Um, I am going to talk about it. Um, I'm going to talk about something that I've been dealing with for a little while um, at the risk of sounding like a total downer. Um, but I I don't even know where to start. So I'm just going to tell the story without any pressure on myself to sound a certain way or to tell it in a way that <laughs> is socially acceptable. I don't know. If you are a content creator or a speaker in any way, you, you know that there's this pressure to speak in this professional way or to tell your story in a way that, you know, is well received by everyone else. But then, you know, what does well received even mean? So I'm just at this point, and I talked about this in my last episode with the, the throat chakra. Um, I'm at this point right now where I'm, I'm here to speak. Um, I'm here to, to share my truth. Um, <laughs> what actually inspired this podcast, there's a lot of million different things that inspired this podcast, but one of them was, um, this idea, and don't tell me, don't ask me where this comes from because I don't know, <laughs> but I started to have this idea of like, you know, what if I have a baby someday and that baby grows to be about three years old and then a terrible tragedy happens. This is pretty morbid. Like, again, like I said, don't ask. These intuitive hits just kind of come to me like this. Um... Okay, baby's three years old, and there's some terrible, tragic accident where I die. 
and I never get to know the baby, the baby as it grows up. And the baby really never gets to know me. Maybe their baby remembers me as being this mother, this like loving mother that cared for it and, you know, loved it no matter what. Um, but you know, all that the baby really has is my legacy, I guess, like whatever you leave behind your, your financial situation, um, your pets, your other children, whatever. That's what I mean by when I say your legacy. So this baby leaves behind your legacy. You leave behind this legacy for your baby and the baby never really knows you. Like what, what motivated you in the morning? What made you make the decisions that you did? What, what inspired you? What troubles did you go through that you didn't tell anybody about? Um, so I started to think of this idea and yeah, sure. It's a little morbid and maybe it's unnecessarily sad, but I started to think like, okay, what am I leaving behind so that someone who really wanted to get to know me, they could something impermeable, something that, um, cannot be deleted through Facebook or Instagram. Um, I think most of my heart and soul, honestly, as I think about it right now is out on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and I'm sure that's something that a lot of you guys maybe can relate to. Um, but I have realized once I realized that you, my intellectual property is on Facebook, they own it and they can do anything they want with it. They can mess with the algorithms so that people don't see it unless you pay for, for ads. Um, or they can delete it. They can, they can start to control what they want to see on there. And that's actually already starting to happen with the algorithm. Apparently, um, there's a lot of, um, a lot going on there with Facebook, uh, tinkering with what they want to be perceived as, um, so for example, whether or not you believe this is true, uh, Facebook around the election era, um, decided that they wanted to start focusing more on community and Facebook groups and family, um, and anything that seems like friendly and not news and not, uh, you know, external sources. So with that being said, Facebook is now, according to their algorithm, they're no longer, um, they're, they're no longer, uh, boosting or giving, um, the time of day <laughs> to posts that have an external link. Um, and of course what I'm saying right now is very dated, um, maybe in a year from now, six months from now, two weeks from now, this is different, but this is just an example of what I'm saying. Um, <clears throat> so Facebook can look at your post and, you know, go through it with their algorithm and deem that it is not how they want to be perceived. They don't want to be perceived as that platform where people are always trying to share the news or, um, external links, right? So if you're, you're pr trying to promote something externally, Facebook's going to knock you down a couple visibility points. And so this is what I mean. You know, Facebook can decide what to do with my content. They can, they even own it because hosting my content on Facebook is free. That means that they own it. Um, and that's something that's just not been sitting right with me lately. Um, I want to have full ownership of all my intellectual property. Um, so back to this, this, this morbid, tragic, beautiful thing that I'm talking about here. Um, what I'm really trying to say here is I want to create something that if my future child stumbled upon, they would know who I was and what I did and why I did what I did, um, to get that child, that future. Um, so something that I think a lot about is, uh, the financial future, um, getting myself out of any, um, any slavery to a job that barely pays me. Um, that's a, that's a loop I found myself in for a couple of years. It's just like this slavery to this job that didn't pay me 
really enough to thrive, but enough to kind of get by. And I decided that I was going to um, leave that, uh, take an enormous risk by starting my own business where I essentially controlled my own income. It was just kind of a matter of betting on myself. Um, so in case my future child is ever like, why did my mom quit her job to build an online business based on like life coaching and content creation and what, <laughs> um, then they're able to find that answer and kind of what I was going through day by day. Um, this podcast serves as that. Um, so, you know, there you have it. That's really it. Um, but that of course is besides the point of this, um, this episode, um, this episode is for me to kind of come I don't want to say come clean, but open up about, um, some health issues I've been, I've been, um, dealing with lately. And the purpose of this is not to be a downer. It's not to say, oh, poor me. Um, one thing that really, really triggers me is when I open up about something that I'm going through and someone out there is like, oh, she's lying. Oh, she's just doing this for attention. And of course, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but I'm saying that that reaction is what prevents myself and many others like me from opening up um, and from speaking out. Um, so I have been going through ever since I um, moved to DC, actually, as I really think about it, really, really poor energy levels. Um, my energy has taken a massive nosedive um, ever since I've moved to DC. And I'm not going to say that those are a causation. You know, I was a psychology major in um, college. And one thing that they always say is correlation does not prove causation. In other words, just because the two things happened around the same time doesn't mean that they caused each other. Um, so a very good, fun example of this, since I love talking about psychology, is um, one thing that researchers have found is that when ice cream sales go up, so do murder rates. Are those things correlated? Yes. They both go up in the same direction if you're looking at trends. Um, but they do not cause each other. You know, just a spoiler alert, ice cream sales and murder rates do not cause each other. And it's the psychologist's job to find what the correlation is. Like, what? how are these things related, if at all? And the answer to that is um, ice cream sales go up in the summer, so it is heat, and heat makes people cranky. People are more likely to murder in the heat in the summertime. Um, that's just kind of this one particular study. Anyway, so me feeling exhausted and moving to DC, I'm not going to say that it caused each other, although I do have my theories around that. Um, <laughs> for those of you who live in big cities, um, whether or not you love them and you thrive in them and you move there for whatever reason, I feel that cities can be a, living in a city as opposed to just kind of visiting it. You know, if you've visited New York City, you might find, oh, I love the energy there. I mean, I, I believe that for sure. I did. I did. Um, I do believe every time I go to New York City that I'm just like, whoosh, like gifted all this amazing energy. But living in a city um, can be somewhat of an energy leak. Um, and what I mean by that is all of the signs and all the buses and all the traffic and all the people and all the things that are going on all the time can be very, very distracting when you're just trying to get by. Um, you might notice that city, city folk, um, tend to walk very quickly and they tend to keep their heads down. I, like I said, I went to New York city last May and that was something that I noticed even more dramatically than I've ever noticed in DC is like people in New York city walk really fast. They're not very friendly. 
Um, they're just trying to get to where they're going because it can be such a massive energy leak to pay attention to every little detail around you. Could you imagine like living in New York City and every day just honoring every tiny detail that goes on around you and constantly like reading every little ad and every little bus sign? Like you just got to book it. You got to keep going. Um, and also paying attention to all the little things in a city like in D.C. A really big thing here is street cleaning, parking tickets, um, uh, construction. You know, it feels like no two days are ever the same if you're driving in D.C. Like there's, you know, all these reroutes and um, certain certain um, streets are closed. And one ways, if you live in any city, you know what I'm talking about. So um, really what I'm trying to get at is a year ago, my energy took a nosedive. Um, I felt like before that. I was really known for my um, energy levels. Uh, I was known as the girl who had tons of energy. Um, and I do believe, flipping over onto the spirituality side, um, I believe one of my spiritual gifts is that I can summon massive energy. Everybody has their spiritual gift. That's a conversation for another day. Um, but everybody has their spiritual gift that they are born with that they cannot absolutely run from. There is no way in hell that I can run from this. Despite the fact that I'm kind of going through what I'm going through right now, I know that it is my spiritual gift and my spiritual duty to summon massive energy. I've been told time and time again that my solar plexus chakra, if you're familiar with the concept, if you're not, um, your solar plexus is your third chakra from your belly. It's, it's on your belly button. It's the color yellow. Um, and it is your energy center. It's also known as like your, your, um, your validation, your internal validation center. Um, I don't really want to go into that totally, although I am no stranger to tangents. Uh, the chakra system is, is, is something we'll talk about another time. <laughs> uh, if you're not familiar, um, if you're not familiar and you're interested in learning, I totally suggest you Google it. Um, but again, I've been told by a lot of energy healers that my solar plexus chakra has a lot of, a lot of stuff going on, um, all the time. And, um, <clears throat> anyway, as I was saying, um, my energy took this nosedive and I found myself just these little behaviors were going, coming on that made me think, you know, this isn't you, Katie. And I'm talking like sleeping a lot. And I mean, okay, who doesn't love to sleep? But I'm talking sleeping a lot. I'm talking one to two naps a day. If I have, if I wake up at a normal time and have like a normal kind of degree of productivity, um, you know, like the usual nine to five schedule, I would find I would have two major um, energy dips in the day. Um, and that's part of the reason why I've insisted upon um, working for myself so that I can control my schedule. Because working an office job and you need to take a nap at 11 in the morning is not really socially acceptable. Um, in fact, you could probably get fired for doing that. Um, and I've just been finding my energy to just be shot. Um, I truly have been feeling like I'm running on very, very low or, um, very, very little. So how I've been feeling is, um, like I'm driving in my car and in this, in this analogy, my car is living my life, doing my work. Um, and my car is on empty and then I'll pull over quickly to the nearest gas station and I will, give it about $5 worth of gas. And then I'm like, ah, great. Yeah, this is great. Okay. Keep going. And then we're on empty again. And then I'm kind of just like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. We can keep going. I know my car, right? That's what we all say. <laughs> I know my car. I can keep going. Um, 
And then, you know, okay, my car starts to sputter a little bit. All right, pull over, fill it up with some gas, but only like maybe maybe $10 worth this time. Um, and I still have been able to create, um, to go at massive speed, massive distance, um, do things that are relatively impressive for the amount of energy that I've had. Um, the amount of coffee that I've been drinking is back to my college days. Um, and a little bit of, of background on my college days, I was working, I was always, always working at least one job in college, sometimes two. Um, I was always working at least 30 hours a week. Uh, and I had, you know, a full schedule, um, 12 to 18 credits at a time. Um, and I think there might've been one semester that was my, yeah, my very last semester of college. I decided, I think I only needed, um, like two classes to graduate. Um, but I was focused on planning my wedding. That's the time that I was engaged and I was planning my wedding. So in other words, whether or not I was fully immersed in, um, school, I was always immersed in multiple things. I've always had my energy so spread out, spread out. And a part of that, you know, if this sounds familiar to you, like if you feel like you can relate to this, that's because that's just how our culture is. There is so much guilt put upon people who don't do this, that many of us just opt in for a life of exhaustion um, and being all over the place just to fit in, which, okay, that's a subject for another day. But the short answer is that's very, very silly. Um, and part of the reason why I do what I do is so that people can know thyself. You know, that's what I say. Always know, know thyself, know yourself, know what gives you energy because it's not the same for everybody and know what depletes it. So for example, for me, what depletes my energy is being on the internet. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Because my whole business is, is built on being on the internet. However, when I am on the internet, I feel my gas tank going down, 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 down. And it's like, I'm not saying that I can't do it or I don't like to do it. It's just, I feel all online interactions. I feel the needle moving down, down, down towards empty. Um, and what fills it back up is aligned in-person interaction. And that's a whole other discussion when it comes to, okay, you're, you're an extrovert, right? You're an extrovert because in-person communication, um, fills you up. And I've said this before last year when I hosted, um, a group coaching course called social butterfly. And it was all about socialization, prepping people for socialization of the holidays. You know, the holidays were coming up and a lot of people were, um, you know, going to start going to more parties, more, more office parties, more, um, extended family dinners, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and one thing that I kept hearing a lot was, um, this concept of, oh, I'm an extrovert because I am recharged by being around other people. But what I mostly heard was from the introverts who said, I'm an introvert because being around other people drains me. I don't like going to networking. And I already feel like I'm getting off subject here. The point wasn't to talk about socializing. <laughs> That's something I am very, um, passionate about though. Um, the point was to talk a little bit about my health journey that I'm going on. Um, I've just been dealing with all these problems that I never have before. Um, I just feel like I can't, I, I, I have to say no to so many things that I used to constantly say yes to 
and I now I have to say no because my energy won't allow me to. Um, I haven't had a consistent yoga practice in a while because I'm just so tired. Um, I mean, there are days when I don't feel like I could get through an entire class. Um, and <laughs> I so much of my life and a lot of my friendships and a lot of my hobbies were based on this this amount of energy that I have. Like so many different interests of mine and um, so many different friendships I've had and business ideas were based on requiring me to have all this energy. There's people who I haven't seen in months because I don't have the energy to go to their yoga classes or go back to the studio or it's just like I've had to do something I've never had to do before and it's be really intentional and um, aligning myself with my energy levels. I just feel exhausted all the time. Some days after I teach a yoga class, because I still do teach here and there because I love it. Um, and you know, you got to have some time to do the things you love. Um, I've been feeling like I got beat up with a stick. It really, really feels that way. Um, and that's not good. You know, I would tell anybody like, well, if you feel like you got beat with a stick afterwards, why are you doing it? Um, and I, it also comes with not enough, not as much brain space as well. I mean, your brain takes up some energy, so I can focus on probably one project a day. And that's not like me. I mean, that's just not who I bet, bet my entire personality on. I felt like I was the person who could get it all done um, and be everybody and everything. And now all these slew of health problems I'm going through, I can't. I mean, maybe this is just part of getting older, but it, it feels a little more exaggerated than that. Um, like I can't ride a bike really anymore. I have to, I can't just, you know, be like, oh, well, I'm just going to go ride a bike to that thing. Like I have to think like, do I have the energy to do that? I can ride my bike there, but once I get there, then I'll have significantly less energy to do the thing that's there. And it, and I'm just kind of shook because I've never really had to go through this. Um, and I'm, I, I mean, this is a blessing because it's, it's causing me to really ask myself the question of what do I have energy for? What am I doing with my energy? And this, and you know, I'm going to turn to you is if you feel like you don't have energy to get it all done, what does it all mean? You know, when you say I don't have energy to get quote unquote it all done, what does it all mean and where are the energy leaks in your life and like i mentioned earlier in this podcast if you live in a city or you live in some kind of environment where you feel like you're being nibbled by ducks is like what my mom used to say um she would always say that she feels like she's being nibbled by ducks because my mom raised seven children um yeah i have six siblings if i think i've mentioned this already but anyway fun fact if you didn't know my mom is a superwoman um and she would say the feeling feels like you're being nibbled by ducks. And, 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 you know, she raised a lot of us in a foreign country where there was a, a language barrier. Um, for those of you who don't know, I lived the most formative years of my life in South America and Colombia, where Spanish was the, the primary language. And 
you know, that's a, that's a lot of energy leaks right there, you know? Um, so I hope that my mom was everything, everything that she needed to be, to give herself the patience and the grace. Um, that's something I tell her a lot now. I'll call her up and I'll be like, man, mom, you did that. You really did that with grace and style. <laughs> Shout out to all the, the parents out there. Seriously. Um, anyway, um, now I, I mean, with my energy levels, knowing my energy levels and knowing the creative burst that I can have, um, I have had a tendency lately to overcommit because I'm like, oh, I know that I'll have the energy for that when it comes around. I know that I can do that. That sounds interesting to me. And I have all the energy in the world, right? It's my spiritual gift. <laughs> um, but that's becoming less and less the case lately. Um, I'm over committing to a lot of things and then finding that when the time comes, I just want to sleep. I'm so tired. <laughs> um, or also something that's been happening to me lately is I'm lacking the energy to do things that don't actively fill me up. Oh, dogs are barking. Okay. It's okay. If you can stand to ignore this. And we move on with the podcast. I don't have to edit this out. Hey, Jazz, it's okay. It's okay. Sometimes there's a noise outside and they're like, oh, we have to protect. Um, wow. Okay, moving on. Um, so there might be a million things on your plate right now that are, you know, you enjoy to do, you enjoy doing, um, but it is the equivalent to hitting the gas on your car. And then there are some things that you enjoy doing that are the equivalent to pulling over and filling up your gas tank. And I'm at a place right now where I really, really have to ask why. I can't be the jack of all trades anymore. Um, I can't do something that sounds fun, but knowing myself, knowing my personality type, knowing my background, knowing my goals in life, that would ultimately be a drain on my energy. Um, and I'm, I'm in a space right now where I'm really navigating what does that mean? Because, you know, you might be asking yourself the same thing. What does that mean? Um, and I am going to say that if you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert, it's not as simple, in my opinion, as socializing or not socializing. Plenty of introverts want to be included. They want to go do things. They don't want to just hold themselves up. Plenty of extroverts don't always want to be the center of attention. They don't always want to be talking. Um, you know, so, you know just be mindful of that. Um, and sometimes people say that exercise gives you energy. That's correct. It does. However, if you are pounding yourself into the ground with all these new formats, um, that's something that I've done, um, in the past two years, um, is really just grind my body down with all these different exercise modalities. Um, because I want more energy, right? Like I have all the energy in the world. We go me. Um, you are, you are grinding yourself down. You're not giving yourself more energy. My rule of thumb is if I leave a, an exercise class and I feel no matter how hard it was, like some exercise classes in the moment, you're like, oh my God, I'm never doing this again. And when you leave, you feel like you have more energy. Um, those are the ones that you should come back to every time. But if you leave an exercise class and you feel like beaten up and you need to go eat a uh, pizza and you need to take a nap, 
and you need to not come back for another two weeks, those are the ones that are, no, 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 no. I don't care if you see a six pack the next day. <laughs> I don't care if it hurts when you sit down because you're so sore and how that gives you bragging rights. Those are, no, uh, those are energy depletion sources for me. Um, and maybe I'm not fit enough to get to that point, but I, I do see a lot of that culty fitness mindset, um, around here in the city, um, and also online. And I just want to, my, my, I just want to have everyone be mindful to be careful of that. Um, so really that's about it. I just wanted to be honest and come clean about something that I've been going through with my energy levels. I'm not, it's humbling for me cause I'm not superwoman. <laughs> I can't do it all, or at least I can't do it all well, you know? Um, I found in my business, um, when I was the jack of all trades and I said, I can do everything and I'm not going to say no to a job, I found that I started to make a lot of mistakes and a lot of typos, and that is not what I was here for. I'm not here to make people's um, life worse and harder. I'm here to make it better. So that's when I had to get real with myself and hone down my um, offerings. So wherever you are in this, um, I want you to check in with yourself and see if you're in alignment. Um, what, if you have something that you're doing that doesn't make you feel light lit up to do, um, you don't leave it feeling like you have more energy, um, you know, reconsider that. And the things that drain you, I would save for the things that you absolutely have to do. Um, you know, <laughs> and only you can really, only you can answer that. Um, it's just a really good question to ask yourself if you have to do something, if you're required to do something, um, and if it gives you or drains your energy. Um, and I think these new health problems that I'm going through are really giving me, taking me through a lesson in that. Um, and a lot of the things that I was known for, a lot of the things that got me in business, um, are, is my ability to do it all in such a short time. And I, I don't have that anymore. Um, and that's been incredibly humbling. Um, so Take it from me. <laughs> Take care of yourselves, kids. Um, and thank you so much. Thank you so much for pushing play and listening today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something new. I hope you had an aha moment. Um, if so, leave me a review. I love hearing from you guys so I can keep the good stuff coming. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Katie Skinner H to let me know what you thought and comment, like, share, take a screenshot of this, post it on your story. Let me know because I love hearing from you guys. Have a kick-ass day.